it did not slip by me, and I was so mad. I mean, there were a lot of times when I was on my vacation where I was just, I wanted to just whip out the equipment and start running, you know, and hey, call work. Hey, I'm, I want to go live today. And I was particularly upset at the news, the Missouri versus Biden ruling last week, which basically said the government needs to stop censoring Americans through big tech, which they've been doing since, you know, probably 2016. And nobody got upset about it. There wasn't even a mention in the news about Missouri versus Biden, which is huge. The ramifications, the implications of that ruling are unprecedented. We had a Missouri judge tell the United States government that you cannot censor free speech in America and you cannot be the referee that determines what is misinformation and what isn't misinformation. And they did it through COVID and they continue to do it today. Any dissenting voices that don't follow the narrative of the United States government are censored or blocked or throttled. It is impossible for me or any individual to have a Twitter account that sticks at 143 for over a year. I don't, I've, there, certainly there's a bot out there somewhere that wants to follow me. And it's not like my content is crap. I mean, I could, I guess I could do doodles uh, or draw pictures of pretty women and post them. Maybe I'll get a few followers there. Are people just really that ignorant? They just don't want to, I mean, I post some of the most interesting, much of the time, I'll give you a good example. Two weeks ago on this very program, we were talking about the whistleblower in China who confirmed that the CCP were developing a bioweapon in the Wuhan laboratory, and that is what escaped. Nobody's talking about that. It's been confirmed, but nobody's talking about it And until just recently. I saw that, uh, what is it, uh, Clay Travis from Outkick, he finally posted it. He finally posted this article that's lost somewhere over there at Radio Free Asia. And that's the kind of stuff that I dig on every day. That's the kind of, I'm usually two or three days ahead of everybody else. So how is it that I'm stuck at 143 on the Twitter rolls? Well, probably because I do a lot of stuff that is against the narrative. I publish a lot of things that are against the narrative. For example, right now, the narrative is that all of this hot weather that we're having across the United States is a result of man-made climate change. What the news media is not telling you is that since last March, the solar activity, the energy of the sun, has been increasing during its 11-year sunspot cycle. Most people don't even know what the 11-year sunspot cycle is all about. What it is, is that our star in its early youth was a pulsating star. It has calmed down significantly, but the remnants of this 11-year cycle shows or displays that we have a pulsating star. And so you would think that most meteorologists uh, physicists, astrophysicists would say maybe the reason that the Earth is trifly warmer by maybe a degree and a half is because all these photons are hitting the Earth and it's being absorbed into the ground, which may be tied to the increase in volcanic activity that we've been seeing. I have an app that alerts me every time 
anywhere in the world there's any kind of volcanic activity. And that thing rings three, four, five times daily, every single day. Right now, there are hot spots in Indonesia, in South America, in Japan, in Russia, uh, even our own Hawaiian Islands. We had an eruption not two weeks ago. This is a result of the solar activity. But our mainstream media ignores it. Because once you get the idea that we're not causing global warming, then you're going to start questioning other narratives. And that's what they want you to do, not question the narrative. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an an elephant's memory. And in 1994, when I moved from Alaska to Palm Springs to continue my radio career, I did it on June 22nd, which is right after the beginning of summer. I was out there for three weeks And every day the temperature was over 110 degrees. Now, flashback to around 2013, I spent two weeks in Phoenix, Arizona. And again, it was around the early part of August, hottest part of the year. Every day the temperature was at least 114 to 115 degrees. Every day. I couldn't go outside. It was like walking into an oven. So when I see that the temperature in Phoenix in the middle of June is hovering around 110 to 116, that's normal. It's never not been that hot. That's why people didn't start living there until we invented air conditioning. Same in Florida. Now, we're having an unusually hot summer, but by only a few degrees. But you know what we're not having? We're not having hurricanes. That's right. So they shift the narrative to show you the heat wave. They increase the color shades to make it look a bright orange or a yellow or even a deep red. And, you know, they've seen, you've seen this on, uh, maybe you've seen it on social media. Somebody will show a map. I don't know how they do this, but they go back in time and they look at a map and a weather forecast with the same temperatures but different colors from 10 years ago. See, the media gets their orders. Uh, It's like chickens. They all follow each other. One, one chicken starts doing this, going in that direction, and then every, every other chicken follows. And it's the same in, in news reporting. No one is going to dispute or question climate change because they wouldn't be allowed on TV. They would get complaints from the viewers, and they would get shunned by their fellow. Oh, you're not supposed to say that. Remember in that wonderful movie, Midnight Express? Remember that you know, it's based on a true story about this man who's trying to smuggle hash? And he gets busted by, by the authorities of Turkey. And they put him in a Turkish prison. And it's, it's, it's like a mental institution. And there's one scene where everybody, all the prisoners every day, just to get a little bit of exercise, they walk in this circle underneath the ground, it's in, underneath the basement. And they walk around this, I don't know, this apparition in the middle. They walk in a circle. And the American one day, he asked one of his cellmates, he says, why does everybody walk this way? Why can't we walk the other way? And the jail cellmate says, because that's the way it is. We're supposed to all walk the same way. We're supposed to all follow each other. If you go the other way, you're going against the system. You're going against the tide, and you can't do that. And that's the same mentality that you have in academia with climate change. So they're lying to you. That's my point. They are lying to you about these things because they want you to believe the narrative. And the more you believe in their narrative, the more you're willing to give up rights, the more you're willing to pay a little bit more. 
or the, the more you're inclined to go and buy an electric vehicle because you're saving the planet or you're recycling your plastic, you're saving the planet. And they've convinced you that you are part of the, either the problem or the solution. It's just like when the Mayans used to convince the citizens of their empire that if they didn't sacrifice some of the citizens once in a while, then the sun god would punish us with a drought. But see, the upper echelons of the Mayans, they knew something that the mass media didn't. They knew when there was going to be the next lunar eclipse or the next solar eclipse. And so they would coordinate these vast ceremonies and they would have all the citizens, it would be a, like the solstice celebration. And then what would happen is they'd sacrifice maybe a dozen, two dozen of its citizens and all of a sudden the sun would go dark. And the citizens would marvel and they would think, oh, we're being blessed by the sun god. And all along, the ruling elite, they knew, they had foreknowledge of what was happening. And guess what? They could get those citizens to do their bidding. And these people that are in the upper echelons today of real science, they understand what's going on. We're getting bombarded by photons and CMEs and solar flares and all that stuff just doesn't pass the earth. Our transmissions go out. We see more northern lights, which are very pretty, but they're indicative of all this energy that's coming our way from our solar parent. We could fry in 30 seconds if there was a solar tongue that it could just put us out of our misery in a matter of mere moments. Our complete atmosphere would be shredded in a mere second. But right now, we're, we're blessed that it's only just this extra cosmic energy heading our way. And it has an effect on the oceans because the oceans make up 75% of the planet's surface. So the oceans naturally are going to capture a lot of this heat. And then, of course, in the middle of La Nina or El Nino, we have more of more. We'll, we'll see probably more uh, hurricanes, tropical storms. They just had a horrible uh, rainfall in northern India, which many people died. But this stuff has been going on in our Earth cycle since long before even man showed up. My point is, is they're lying to you. And this show is about getting you to tell you the truth about what's happening so that you'll be informed. And you won't be so, oh, I don't know, you won't be so willing to give up your rights because I want to save you from that tragedy. Because once you give up your rights, you don't get them back. And that is the battle call of this program, Speaking Out America. And I'm so grateful that you are here and I want you to continue to share these, these uh, not only this broadcast, but the podcast with your, uh, your friends and your family and people that you know need to know the truth. That's what this show is all about. Uh, our comment line is 941-800-2937. 941-800-2937. If you want to comment or if you have a question. And don't forget, follow the podcast everywhere, Speaking Out America. I'm JR. See you next time.